Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the party. It's your day with your favorite girls. Don't I sound like I would love to, I would love my mum to have emigrated or immigrated, no, it's immigrated to America. Why? What person would I be? I think I would be, I'd be like a San Diego babe. That's what I would be. I'd be like your cousin from San Diego. Hey, Colton. I'm from- You'd be from Minnesota, stop No, lying. I would not. I would not. I refuse, I refute it. Guys, she would be from Minnesota. No. Ah! Excuse me, no. What's wrong with Minnesota? I would, because I don't want to be from Minnesota. It's very snowy there. You tried to catch me out, didn't you? It's very snowy. It's very snowy it's there. Snowy. That is the only thing I'm going to focus on. <laughs> Not the fact that we shall move on. Anyway, I'd be a San Diego girl. Who would you be? You'd be from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be from... You'd be from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'd be from Atlanta? Because you just give that vibe. Like, no, I don't. You know, you do. I give like Valley Girl vibes. No, you. <laughs> you actually do. Go on, give us your Valley Girl accent. I'm just going to the store to buy some self tanning lotion. <laughs> and then I'm going to go and get a matcha from my favorite cafe downtown. And your favorite salad? Shake, 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 shake. This salad is so tasty. Have you seen those videos on TikTok of that girl that impersonates Kourtney Kardashian in the salad? She does, honey. She does have voice to a T. So good. She's like, Kim. I just, I just like to parent my children a certain way. I can't even do an accent. No, it's so hard. She does loads of pauses. She's like, Kim. She's like, my sisters and I yes! are so happy <laughs> to finally be on the new season of The Kardashians. Woo! My sisters and I, yeah, my you sister. Did, you did that bit right. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, your favorite show of all time. Guys, let me ask you a question. Do you guys like... You know when I listen to my favorite podcast, so I tell you what my favorite podcast is because it's all about me. Go on, hit me. My favorite podcast is called The Brilliant Idiots, yeah. Mm. And whenever they post, I'm just like, I tap, like I'm just there. I know. Bell on, notification Bell on. Bell on, notification on. So I'm just wondering, do you guys do that for us? Like that's just the question I'm gonna put out there. I mean, but, it would be great if you did. Do you know what I mean? Like moment of silence, <laughs> do you do that for us? <laughs> Because oh. I would do it for you. Uh, anyway, guys, we've got some good news. The good news is something that we spoke about for the last year, every single month, and it never happened. Do you know what that is? The Patreon. is live. Some of those videos are kind of old. I bet you guys, the real listeners, can tell that those were filmed months ago. Because we've gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was watching it back thinking, oh my God, I've gained so much weight. Chubby cheeks. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, guys, the Patreon is live. Make sure you go and subscribe. You've got three juicy episodes on already. I think when we when this episode goes out, there's gonna be a fourth one. Mm -hmm. It's it's just it's where the girls are at, you know. It's where the fun stuff happens. It's where the party's at. Basically, it's where we're where we're our most chaotic selves. We are the true Harlan Colton. Stop banging the table, Harlan. I'm just too excited. I'm, I'm like the ADHD is coming out. Like <laughs> I'm just ready to burst. I'm bursting from my seams. What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm gonna stop talking now. So yeah, guys, go and sign up for the Patreon. We love you. Thank you. Link is in the bio. So how have you been, Harlan? <laughs> Since we've gotten a new producer, me and Kiltona are so... <laughs> We're so fake. Wait, I've got a new fucking segment for you. Yeah. Oh, yes! <laughs> Basically, guys, we're going to do this. We're going to trial this segment to see if you guys enjoy it. Let us know in the Spotify comments if you enjoy this new segment titled New Story of the Week. Let's go. So what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to read to you a current trending news story. I'm going to read a news story today because I'm absolutely shocked that this is happening in the world. So Brits may be summoned to join the armed forces if the UK goes to war with Russia. <laughs> now, some of the comments on here are so funny, though. <laughs> Someone said, all these years I got looked at as not British. Keep that same energy. <laughs> I'm going back home. I'm going home. <laughs> Make sure the politicians' adult children are the first on the front line. <laughs> Imagine Boris's sons. Oh my God, they would never. They always find a loophole. Send the EDL guys, they always want a fight. <laughs> that was funny, I was laughing. Oh. <laughs> I was actually laughing, Karen. Someone said, time to go back to where I came from. <laughs> Literally, that's that's so true, honestly. I'm going home, mate. If They're this kicks home. off, I'm going back to Somalia. Russians are training bears to fight and you think I'm going to challenge them? <laughs> that is so true! <laughs> oh my God! Guys, can you imagine the time it must take to train a bear in combat? Imagine millennials going to fight. We're literally like not the right, we're not the right generation. <laughs> my mum said no. <laughs> My mum said I can't come out. My mum won't <laughs> let me, guys. Sorry. Lovely day to be an immigrant. Look how the mighty have fallen. Do you know what I mean? The, the roles of arrest. Someone said, I will serve crack before I ever serve the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I will serve crack. Before. I will be on the streets. Serving crystals. Crystal meth is what I'm selling <laughs> before I go. <laughs> oh my God. To all my ethnic minorities, this is why it's important to build your house back home. <laughs> I will be eating bangers and mash in my village house with my feet up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Someone goes, I'm scared of paintballing. You think I'm going to war? Mm -mm. Tommy Robinson, it's your time to shine. All the England merchants too. Yalla, yalla. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, these are so funny. Oh, the comment section under this post actually made me cry. I'm asthmatic, so sorry, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> There's no NHS. So I said, what are you saying? Detty December? That's so funny. Anyway, that's enough. That's just some jokes headline, boy. 
Let's break the fourth wall, guys. My hair is coming out. I just want, can I be real with you guys? I feel I can like, can see, you see my hair? <laughs> I can see a strand of the bushiest hair. <laughs> I pull that away. <laughs> what are you doing? Where can you still see? It's, it's like nudity. Oh, wait, 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 guys. I need to tell you what my <laughs> depression is this morning. <laughs> You're flashing us. Okay. All right, she's, uh, okay. she's decent. I'm decent now. Shall I tell you what my problem is? I'm PMSing proper bad, which means when my biggest problem is, and this has happened to you, when you're really concentrating on your PMS symptoms, so like you're really irritable, mm. that's all you can bloody think about, the fact that your period is about to come. I don't do certain things, which means I haven't brushed my hair in a week. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. My one is I can't make decisions. Also, my Amazon products that I ordered with you guys the other night have still not come. Someone stole them from my block. That's how you know I live in the hood. Can you believe that? I'm, li I'm livid. You should just get a refund, no, do you not think? And just order it again, because you know what? You don't have mm, trusty neighbours. I'm so with, livid. With ring and doorbells. I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I really should now. You should get a ring doorbell. But in the downstairs bit, I think I should, because it's just getting ridiculous. But then someone might steal the ring doorbell. <laughs> it's stuck to the wall now. But anyway, my thing is I get really indecisive and agitated and I can't make decisions. My brain's foggy. And like, oh, imagine like last week when I was doing this podcast, I swear to God, I was in my head. That's how I feel this week. And it's like, I can't speak. Honestly, I just feel like, how do women navigate a monthly cycle without going crazy? I just want to hand it to us. For centuries, we've been doing this and we still don't get enough pay. Like looking back at the previous episode, I just laughed the whole way through. <laughs> I didn't even speak much. Was it just me yapping on? Yeah, thank God. Oh my God, I just feel, honestly guys, the most happiest week that I have is the week after my period. For like Me 10 too. days, I'm energized, I'm happy. I'm confident, my skin looks good. My brain's working, right. I can do 10 things at once. And then like the week before my period is like my worst week. That's what I'm going through, I'm just disheveled. I just need my thoughts to be normal, like I just need my brain to work. Honestly, and my brain is just constantly negative the week before my period. <laughs> like everything I take literally, or like I twist it and think. I realize, yeah, the week before <laughs> my period, I put my Snapchat on, turn the flash on, and use the back camera to just do a scan of my face. <laughs> <laughs> just to see all the impurities, all That's the so like texture. Honestly, and I do it, and I check like my hair, I check everything. I just use the back camera of my Snapchat. Guys, my hair's not been done for a week. Lord have mercy. And then I turn it off, and I look back at the video footage, and I'm like, I fucking hate myself. <laughs> And then the week half, and then the next week, you love yourself again. Like we go through these cycles, <laughs> it's just unhealthy. It's really bad. And I'm just thinking, is everyone else like that? And you know what the funniest thing is? I'll get memories from like one year ago of like scans that I've done. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you're on another level. I don't <laughs> no. do that. I'm sure people do scans, come on. No, I definitely do like, but not on a monthly basis. Oh God, it's so weird, guys. Honestly, my Snapchat every month, you'll just see that. It's just like you going like this, scanning random, your face. Yeah, like just looking at the sides. <laughs> Today I did it looking at like my jawline, thinking, do I need master to Botox? It's crazy. It's nuts, it's nuts. Anyway, nothing else 
actually no, I do have something. Amsterdam ladies, March 2nd. Make sure you cop your tickets. They're all in the link in the bio. Guys, we're flying out. Guys, can we just can we just talk about that for a minute? Well, I, I don't think I've digested this. We're flying out. Like you and me. Little old you and me. We sat together on a plane. They're like, yeah, like, what is that? The children of the area, yeah? Just like the basic, well, not basic, but you know what I mean? Just us two, two Somali girls. I'm going to Amsterdam to, to do a live, a live show. show. Isn't that For the mad? Dutch girlies. For our Dutch girlies. And also hopefully some girls from London. Because I told you we need to see familiar faces, otherwise I'll vomit on stage. Oh, we don't want Colton to vomit, guys. No, we don't. She's gonna be emotional. But yeah, I just want to say I'm so proud of us. Me too. Like I, I, I feel like one of the biggest problems I have—I don't know if you have as well. Actually, you do as well—is that we never look at like the things that we achieve. We only concentrate on what we need to do next. I know we don't celebrate the little stuff. No, we haven't done that in a while. Mm -mm. And I think I don't know if it's the way that we were raised to just be like go 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 go. We were raised to think that the things that we should be celebrating aren't worth celebrating and that we need to just keep going, 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 yeah, going. Until you get to this like end abyss of successfulness that but then no when one we knows. Get, I suspect that when we get to the end of abyss of successfulness, we won't even see that as worth celebrating, no. which is really sad. Because it's a cycle. You're always not, humans are not meant to be satisfied. Not in this dunya. No. But we will celebrate because I just want to say I'm proud of you, Cultural. I'm proud of you, Arthur. Aww, and and we're proud of you guys for really supporting us. Because you know what? I feel like a good 99% of it is you guys. The Let's girlies. Be <laughs> Let's be real. Let's the be girlies real. that listen Me to and us. Me and you just sit here every week. I know. You guys appear to love us, which is just so insane. Thank you for loving me. <laughs> Thank you, that, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. That thank is you for so loving cute. <laughs> I feel awkward. I know, me too. <laughs> Why can't we say things? Why can't we say, Kultul, I love you. I love Why is this so awkward? Why can't we say we love each other? Do you know, you guys, like, I love you. You know, like a year and a half ago, we did stories about like, do you remember about the concept of love? Yeah, yeah. We can't say I love you because we're immigrants. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm gathered that. Yeah, yeah, it's just what, what can we it's do? That's the way we are. Do you know what I mean? Okay, guys, what's been happening in the world? I'm really, I'm really cross. <sighs> I actually wrote about this in my notes page because I'm so cross. Go Should on, we bring it up? Us. Is it the same thing? I think it is the same thing. Is it about the UN? The highest court in the world has found that the case against Israel for genocide was plausible and that Israel should be placed on trial to work out whether genocide was taking place. The highest court in the world. Mm -hmm. But then what have the busybodies in the world done? They now have said- The busybodies in the West have now said that 12 people in the organization called the UN, R W A A, which is <laughs> I don't know if it was U N R W or if it was U N W R. U N R W A. But yeah, they basically said twelve people in that charity essentially. So it's a UN funded scheme to support people. I think it's like four or five different countries in the world with humanitarian aid and it's funded by a lot of the countries in the West. Mm, mm. So uh, Israeli policymakers or the Israeli IDF, I don't know which one said, but they basically stated 12 people within that organization 
allegedly, allegedly were complicit in what happened in October 7th. Now, that hasn't been investigated. No. The information only came from Israel and there's nothing been done. So automatically what happened is all the busybodies. The busybodies in the West have, ga- have regrouped and re-strategized after that, after what was said in the ICJ and decided, nope, this can't be on primetime TV. This can't be in the newspapers. We need a new headline. And guess what the headline now is? They are defunding all of the UNRWA's funding for Gaza, Lebanon, I believe as well. So they're not funding any of that. So that's the US, UK, Netherlands. I think that's all I can think of so far. Canada and Canada. Oh, let's not. Why does everyone forget Canada? <laughs> oh my god! They oh are my so god. complicit. Oh my god! What? I don't know if you've seen this. Wait, wait, guys. This to... podcast is literally going to get taken down. No, you need to know this. So the tea in Canada at the moment. What's the tea? So you know that there's that guy, the minister Ahmed Hussein, the Somali one. Yeah. Who works with Justin? You're Shadow. scaring me. What did he do? So he he obviously tweets and says that he unequivocally condemns the October 7 attacks on Liverpool are deeply troubled by the allegations relating to the UNWA, yeah, yeah. right? And then you're going to die of your act. You're going to die! What? And then he gets an open letter from his cousin. His family member writes an open letter and I'll read you the, the bits that caught my eye. Our dear cousin... Our hearts were broken at your luckluster words when referring to a historically oppressed people. Sadly, we have realised that you won't live up to our expectations and your own promise to be a change maker and leader. Where is your condemnation of the Israeli occupying forces murdering thousands of children? Where's your condemnation of the genocidal language and unfounded aggression of Benjamin Netanyahu? As a refugee, how can you ignore the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians who have suffered for over 75 years? And then there's a bit, yeah, where he, they write, basically, we write you this open letter today as your family to simply say, wake up. Open your heart and recognise this horrific illegal occupation for what it is, a genocide. Do not let personal gain, a reputation and a seat at a colonial nation's table make you complicit to this inhumanity. And then there's a bit where they were like, do you fear your maker that you are returning to? We pray that you'll come to your senses before it's too late. Your role in this government no longer serves you in this life or the next. Hashtag oh free Palestine. Hashtag end the occupation. Hashtag ceasefire now. Sincerely, your cousins. If my cousins went against me like that, I would bury myself. I would die. His family disowned him. Okay, oh disowned God. is a big word, but you know what I mean? No, but they publicly shamed him and they had to. But that's crazy. That's Can the, um, you imagine your family coming out against... The things that you supported. I mean, like, kudos to them. Mm. That's a bold move. At one point, they were like, does your blood not move in the letter? It's quite a lengthy letter. I suggest you guys find it. I wonder what his um, um, response was. I don't think he's going to respond to that publicly, Arthur. I don't think he's going to, like, go on a tit-for-tat social media beef with his family members. I don't know, guys. I just want to read because sometimes I feel like me and Colton just do a lot of talking. We don't give you any actual stuff. But can can we just understand this? So basically, the seven countries were the US, Canada, UK, I forgot, Finland, Australia, Italy and the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, Norway and Ireland said that they would not follow suit. And Switzerland also said that 
um, they would hold their decisions until the accusations have been clarified, which would make sense. Mm -mm. Because what's that thing that happens in court? What's it called? Guilty until found, innocent until found guilty, mm. essentially, right? So this is the amount of funding that they've stopped. So essentially there are 30,000 employees and 13,000 of them all work in Gaza. So they're not gonna be funded. Most of them are Palestinian refugees and a small number of international staff. In Gaza, the UN, UNRWA runs 183 schools, 22 health facilities, and seven women's centers, among other facilities. Do you not understand what pausing funding for the UNWA means? Like Gaza's already been rendered uninhabitable. The hospitals have like basically broken down there's, there's no collapsed. healthcare system at all i just don't i don't get the proportionality in this it's so because, sad because of a wishy-washy claim that that israel has decided oh no 12 members of the unwa allegedly were behind the october 7th attack but why is there no investigation into that and it's like saying and you know what it makes someone said this on twitter it's like he said she said no but it's like the analogy they gave was it's like saying because lucy letby killed all those babies now the whole nhs has to stop being funded it makes it makes zero, zero sense. sense like you investigate those people yeah you, you would what bring, happened you would bring like an independent inquiry exactly in, like somebody from a different like body to come and investigate and then you'd make a decision and then based on that decision you will decide if there should be a pause in funding but it's like no you've just you've just done it it's like a blanket rule we're not looking into this like how it's scary so, of a so world scary. is that to live in? And then the worst thing is like, if we think about Gaza right now, it's winter, it's cold. People don't even have homes. They don't have proper shelters. People are using their shower water, heating it and drinking it as, as water, as drinking water. It's so uninhabitable. There was like, little kids today that put on body bags that were, that were given to know, Gaza and they thought that they were new coats for them. Come on. Honestly, I don't know where we're gonna go and I feel like we just have to keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward. There's this woman on TikTok that I really like. So instead of basically asking these huge TikTok platforms to start speaking about Gaza um, and what's happening in Palestine and calling for ceasefire, what she does is she'll like go into Alex Earl's um, comment section, the first top three videos, and she'll get everyone Basically, what she'll do is she'll say to her followers, she'll do a video, say, guys, today we're going to infiltrate this person's comment section. And if you look on Alex L's first three videos, or Michaela's first three videos, and even Monet's first three videos recently, it's just like, if they're doing like a hair care or makeup, people are like, what about Palestine? What about Bassan's hair? What about um, what's happening with Palestine? So all the comments get flooded mm -hmm. with what's happening in Palestine. And then the TikTok search bar, because the comments are all talking about Palestine start saying Alex L ceasefire or like oh, Monet Bassan Palestine yeah and then it's loads clever, which actually. is really smart and then like loads of people will see everyone talking about Bassan's hair and why she had to cut her hair and then loads of people actually went to go watch Bassan and like learn about Palestine because they didn't know That's all so because clever. from those comments so there's like smart ways that people are trying to like raise awareness but also I don't know what we can do about the people who we've chosen to lead all these countries because it's how they're behaving. It's really inhumane. And they can't say to me that 
if this happened somewhere in Europe, they'd be behaving in the same way. Absolutely of course they would. Absolutely not. Of course they wouldn't. You know what happened. And let's not even compare to Ukraine because you know what? They go through their own crisis at the same time. But the, the aim of the game is they're treating Palestinians, Sudanese people. Let's just say Congo, Muslims. Let's say Muslims. Muslims. <laughs> Anyone that's not the same race who doesn't align with the same values as an other. Let's just call it what it is. Oh, no, Spades a spade. <laughs> this is an attack against brown people and Muslims. It's just sad. Even Sudan. And like the same rules don't apply. Russia's not getting the same sanction. Absolutely <laughs> not. Of course they can't do that to Putin because he'll go crazy. <laughs> Everyone's trying to... And I think, you know what's so funny about the West? Like, no one wants to react too badly and do something intense. Like, at the moment, they keep describing these times similar to 1939 in Europe just before the Second World War started because that's like the same little battles were happening and the same quarrels and like that's what they're comparing this time to but if you really think about it if Russia any of these countries got involved having a World War 3 is not going to be good for us because all these pe all these powers have nuclear weapons now the whole world is finished if there's World War 3 it's not just nuclear but like the internet even Yemen recently they were threatening they threatened America and the West, if they don't stop bombing them, that they're gonna cut the fiber optic internet line under sea, which controls most of the internet the West get access to around the world because they're all connected. So it's just like, it's warfare that's so scary to the point, it's like, we're not even gonna be worried about the world imploding. Every single thing's gonna be affected. Imagine the internet gets shut off for everyone. There's no internet. Everything's gonna like die down. It's gonna be like lockdown again. Like no work, lockdown, but with no internet. I would love that. Lockdown with no internet. Yeah, imagine just like an internet pause, just for a little bit, until these lots sort of No TV, out. no phones, no TikTok, no WhatsApp. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like the 90s. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's gonna be like the 90s. People are gonna be running to the telephone box. <laughs> We're, gonna what be, is we're actually going to be like hanging out because <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't have that a screen time shit to distract us. But uh, just jokes aside, it's a really serious situation. I feel like what's going on in the world is very, it's just, how, it's the way you describe it. It's like, it's like the 1939 appeasement, all yeah, of that, a lot like of happening. Like there's a lot of underground deals, there's a lot of shit happening that we don't see. We've got billionaires, they're building their bunkers. Now we know why they're building bunkers, guys. they be knowing. They're knowing stuff that we don't know. <laughs> and technically we kind of do know it, we just have to open our eyes. I'm just thinking, when it all kicks off, Harder, where are we gonna go? Where do you wanna go? I'm gonna be going to a little Tula, a, a little, little village, island. little village island. <laughs> Yeah, just off the coast of, you know, Kismai or something. I can't go to Somaliland because they've been infiltrated. Where can we go that's not infiltrated? Can't go anywhere. We've just got to find a secluded island. A secluded little village, that is that's like, where I that would That like go. isn't inhabited by too many people. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know I don't I mean? even know. You know like Rio and Tokyo? after the first season of Money Heist and they just went to that island. I've never seen Money Heist in my life. <gasps> Have you not? No, I've got no oh. urge to so watch it. So they basically went to an island with not so many people and just spent a lot of time with each other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like it's a lot happening, guys. Just keep your heads up. Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way you did that. Like keep fighting the good fight. Peace, peace and love. Yeah, oh. I just, I don't know. Fuck okay, it, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, have you been watching Love Island? 
No, but I've been watching the clips. Me too, me too. I'm just going to say Georgia's back to her old ways. I know, everyone keeps saying that, but I don't understand. I know she's with Callum, she doesn't fancy Callum, and she actually fancies Tom. But she's not telling Callum that, and she keeps talking behind his back and they making, and then going to him and making it feel like they've got something going. And also, people are saying that she's really obsessed with Molly, she won't stop yeah, talking about her. Yeah, she keeps mentioning Molly. I like Molly now, though. I've never really liked Georgia Steele. I suspect she's a closet racist. I mean, if she can't pronounce a black person's name, then you know. And there's been multiple cases of it. And they're not hard names to pronounce. They're pretty easy names. She called Kaz Kez. Do you remember? She called Kelly. Kelly. Kelly when her name is Celie. Celie. Shaq. Shaq. (laughs) She didn't even say Shaq. She called him something else. Like Shake. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we can't talk about Love Island if you haven't watched it. So we're going to move on. Anyway, guys, we're going to quietly. Why? What happened in Love Island? I want to know what happened now. What last night's episode? Because I'm not gonna go and watch it. I'm just gonna watch last, the clips. Okay, I'll do a quick brief. If you if you don't listen to Love Island, fast forward. Anyway, so Ka- um, Callum and Georgia last night got taken into hideaway. They spent their lovely evening, and then the next morning she wakes up and whispers in Tom's ear, and she's like, "Let's go up to the terrace." And you know what happens in the terrace. So her and her, her and him were like, we're getting really cozy. She was really flirting with him. She was putting it on, I would say. She won, I believe she was hinting at him making out with her, but he didn't do that. Anyway, I think Tom's clocked her game. So he went to go and speak to one of the lads. And he was like, listen, she keeps saying that she's really into me and she's not into Callum. Which lad did she speak to? He spoke to a lad, Tom did, not Which him. one? Uh, Chris. Oh, you spoke to Chris about yeah, it. Yeah. Chris and is another one that's just grinding just, my gears at the moment. Yeah, and, and Chris didn't really give him good advice either. He was, mm. So he was just like, you've got to keep this to yourself, which I found a bit weird. But then afterwards, he was like, you either have to tell tell Callum or you keep it to yourself. So I don't know what happened after that, but yeah. Juicy. Right, guys, Monday Madness. This week's Monday Madness is, what is your most unpopular opinion? And you guys as usual, came through with the responses. Some people didn't get it, though. (laughs) Right, I'm going to start from the bottom. Anyway, guys, Monday Madness, most unpopular opinions. Immigrants are jarring. (laughs) Do you remember who said that? Who said that? Young Philly. (laughs) (laughs) Immigrants are jarring. (laughs) Sometimes we are. I'm so sorry, but we are. We've got to accept it. Every man cheats. Oh, so these are unpopular opinions. Every man cheats. I, I just don't. I don't. mm. I don't know. I just feel like I'm not gonna lie. We we don't know for certain. But I would say eighty percent do. I'm gonna say a big percentage do. She agrees with me. Mm. Eighty (laughs) percent. I think they do. And it all depends on what you think cheating is. But in my opinion, if you are talking to another woman in a romantic level, that is cheating. If you're emotionally cheating, you're cheating. If you're texting other women... You're cheating. If you're on these dating websites, you're cheating. If you get a DM from a girl and you carry on that conversation, you start getting butterflies in your tummy, you're cheating. (laughs) If you're going to the gym and you see that one girl, you're always getting a little... Little chatter with you know, and you decide to go to the gym every day at six o'clock in the morning just to see that woman and have a giggle every morning. You're cheating. So sorry. Everyone should marry their own ethnicity. I don't agree. No, I do not agree with that one. I tell you now, because the girls are divesting. I'm just saying, sometimes 
change up the gene pool. Do you know what I mean? Not every day marry your own people. Like sometimes switch it up. Sometimes it might be spicier. You never know. Wow. It could be spicy. It could be like a breath of fresh air. The grass might actually be greener on the other side. Your coffee might taste nicer that morning. You know, you won't know until you try. The sun might be shining. Wallahi, it might be summer over there and it's winter over here. (laughs) What can we do? If a child... Oh, I don't know if I can read this. No, you have to read everyone's things. If I had a child... And that child turns out gay. He's out of my house. No, I don't. I don't, I don't uh, agree with that. No, because that's horrible. You can't do that. Everyone's. Everyone's. Ev- whatever. We've got to treat this delicately. But I think we need to be honest. I if I wouldn't disown my child. I wouldn't disown my child either. That's my child. No matter if he's no black, white, what, yellow, yeah. green, up, down, left, right. Matter. I wouldn't disown my kid. I'm just gonna leave it. Yeah, at that. I just don't know what else to say. And I think it's more har- it's more harmful to kick them out than it is to sit down and explore and have discussions with them to understand more. Mm. More information needed. Mm. Women who are perfectly healthy and decide to get a surrogacy are fifty percent mothers. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they saying if I judge you because you didn't go through the pregnancy pain? A little side eye, but you know what? Some people might not be able to have kids, so yeah. You can't really change anything. And honestly, going through pregnancy and giving birth doesn't make you a mum. Let's be real. So many women go through that and they still neglect their kids, so. I don't really know what to say about this one, I'll be honest, I just. No, but it's the truth, like. I don't think being a parent, being a mum is based on, there's so many good mums who have adopted their children. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's not based on like your biological, how biologically you're related or like what like pain DNA. You've gone it's not based on DNA. It's yeah. based on just I mean I won't like I won't relate to you if you start, you know, talking about how hard it was during Labour. The, during the pregnancy period, because obviously you didn't do the pregnancy. But I won't gotta judge your parenting. It's different though, isn't it? It's like you can't say that that person's less of a mother because they didn't go through contractions. It's not very fair, is it? There's loads of mums that have gone through contractions and... You're all, everyone's still doing the raising and the... Perhaps she's still getting up for that kid three That's times a night. That's what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. She's still doing the flipping school run. <laughs> she's still, you know, if someone's shat on the floor, she still has to clean it. It's the same, it's the the same, same job. job. <laughs> it doesn't change. We can't have high standards as women if we have nothing to offer. Who the hell wrote that? What do you mean we've got nothing to offer? So, we, so they're saying we can't have high standards if we have nothing to offer. But we do have something to offer. Women, all women have something to offer, We're regardless women. of where their standards are. I'm just are. a girl. I'm just a girl. I've got so much to offer. I've got the world to offer. The universe revolves around females. I'm just saying that. I'm the sun, the moon, the earth. I'm the thing that is protected 24-7. Do you know what if I mean? If there was no me, there would be no life coming out on this earth. Obviously, Allah helps with that. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Everything revolves around the woman. It really does, though. And the thing is, a woman doesn't even need to do too much in relationships. She just has to simply... Be. E- exist. Be and it shall be. Kun, fire, kun. And that's what we are. <laughs> I am the table. I am the table. How about that? Like, what do you bring to the table? I am. The table is me. Not physically, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. Girls, don't listen to that. 
If the votes on Muslim marriage subreddit are to be believed, thinking marrying your cousin is gross and incestuous. I'm trying to understand that. If votes on subreddit Muslim marriage are to be believed, thinking marrying your cousin is gross and incestuous. So people would think marrying your cousin is gross and incestuous if voting on that subreddit are to be believed. Guys, can I just say, loads of people in Eastern countries are married to their cousins and they live happily. Yeah, like, like loads of people- It's not haram. In the previous generation. Wait, you can marry your first cousin? Yeah, it's not haram. Yeah, you can, you can. <laughs> we do. Yeah, guys, we believe in marrying cousins. <laughs> if you don't because know obviously them. it's part of the sinner in yeah, that. Yeah, so and we can't, you know. We can't go we against can't make, that. can't make something haram, that's halal. Halal, so like. Yeah. I mean, it's your preference though. I mean, if you think it's gross and incestuous, that's you. That's like, you, we, like we it's opinion, but that. yeah. Not gonna put that out into the no. into the world. Marrying your cousin is okay. So on judgment day, you come to us and say, Harlan Kalton said that marrying your cousin's haram in front of Allah, and I don't want that to be nah, my sin. No, mate, so I'm so sorry. Me, we're busting case when that question no, no, gets no, no, asked. No. That's not us. <laughs> People need to stop thinking they are ready to be parents when they act like they aren't. Oh, guys, we need to talk about being ready to be parents. I've got a lot to say about this. I don't think anyone's ever ready to be a parent, but you can be financially ready. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that- That you can be- That you can- Control. Like, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't think you can control all the other stuff. If it's touched the ground, sorry. If it's touched the ground outside, it has to go in the wash. I don't know. No, I think I'm a bit dirty. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I believe in the five second rule. <laughs> what, for food? Don't chat to me, Harlan. <laughs> it depends on the type of food it is. <laughs> it's got to be in a wrapper. <laughs> well, yeah, if it's in a wrapper, that's okay. No, she said if it touches the ground oh. outside, it's got to be washed. This is God's earth, okay? <laughs> no, we can't if say we that. Can't, if we, listen to this. No one's gonna listen eat Listen to you. this, yeah, listen to this. What do we do if we cannot find water to do wudu with? You touch the earth. And I rest my case. So if your chips, soggy ketchup filled That's different. chips, touch That's different because it's soggy. It's different because it's soggy. So if your crisp fell on the floor, not in your home, in the house, not in your house, outside. No, outside is different. With food, it's different. If it's in a wrapper, it's fine. If it's not in a wrapper, it's different. But I'm just okay. saying, if you can't find water to do with it with, you use that. If earth. your brand new Fenty lip gloss oh was open, I am listen. If it was open, I'd and go then, and wash it. Okay, there you go then. You've answered the question. No, but why is it liquidated product? Why can you not say like because obviously a jumper. No, I'm not washing the jumper. If it fell on the floor. Yeah, outside. I'm just hurguffing it. How do you say hurguff? Oh, I don't know how to say hurguff. How do you say What's that? this? <laughs> What's this in English? You know when you put clothes um, up to dry? What do you do when you... What is the English word? When you go like this with clothes? What's that called? What is the word? <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know. No, it's that's gonna bug me now. No, I'm, I blame it when on my PMS. When you do this, yeah, What's that? blow. No, hurtguff. You don't blow. You don't. <laughs> I know it's hurtguff, but what's hurtguff in English? I don't know, guys. So the word hurtguff sounds so strange. Guys, can you tell us what hurtguff is in English? We're dumb. Where's no, it's the, the PMS. It's the PMS. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> oh, wait, no, this is actually gonna piss me off now. Google it. No, I, no, what, I what can't. can we Google? We don't even have words to Google right now. Wait, when you, okay, look, look, just look at the, 
action. When you do this with your clothes, how do you say it in English? When you blow your clothes. No, no you don't say blow your clothes. You say. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know. I just say hurga. Me too. <laughs> What's that called? And everyone does it. So when you take the basket outside and you lift that piece of clothing up before you put it on the railing not railing before you put it on the thing that you dry it on what do you do (laughs) (laughs) we're trying to do the action but we don't know how to say it in words what is that called you dust it dusting maybe dusting no just carry on it's gone now you gotta be quicker I just can't believe this you don't have to keep sending money to family back home. Don't be pressured. Valid. I'm telling you. Valid, valid. I'm telling you. We could do a whole episode on this topic. Just like, just the pressure of being an eldest daughter is a madness. But we need to do another, we need to do a thingy on that. The friends shouldn't date your relatives behind your back. <laughs> Why? No, friends shouldn't date your relatives. Oh, you. so she's saying be honest about yeah. it. I don't know, you know, some people are really touchy about revealing who they're dating. But if it's your friends, if your friend was dating your brother and she was keeping that secret. I'd be fuming. Exactly. But, this one, but the concept of like who you're dating is touchy with some yeah, people. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Do you know what I mean? And I would enjoy the secrecy of it. Me too. toxic like that. <laughs> So I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I, mean I agree with that, I'm not gonna lie. I agree with this too. Obviously this is a bit too close to home, but I just also think- Why is that? What? Why is it cl- too close to home? Because that's her friend's like relative. Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, why, what are you thinking? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Carry on. I feel like you're sending it for me. I'm no, not no, sending it for you. Say what you wanna say, bruv. No, no, I can't even say it on this podcast. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, being a villain, I'll say whatever. We love that. 2024, it's all about you, baby. Here to see what others got to say, nosy like that. Oh. You're not mad you got ghosted, you're mad you got rejected. <laughs> that is fair. Facts. Fair facts. <laughs> I could just never admit that I got rejected. Right? Only to myself. You'll just say, oh, he ghosted me. I'd be few. But if I said, I feel rejected by the fact that he has stopped communicating with me, I would look like such a loser. But why? Because that's the truth. That's what he but did. That's, but that's the insecurity, isn't it? You don't want to admit that. Mm, you want to just feel like you... It's like an ego thing, isn't it? You want to feel like you weren't the problem, it was him. Him, yeah. yeah. He's just an asshole who goes people. But really, you're sad that you got shafted. Mm-hmm. Quick replies. Does it mean you don't have anything else to do? I agree with that. Yeah. What can we do? That's the truth. Some people just reply fast with 20 things on their to-do list for the day. I think I'm a pretty fast texter. I always have my phone on my hand. But if you know I'm not texting you back, you know that I just can't text. Yeah. yeah. I am ignoring you. Mm. Not to you, girls on there. You always text me. Mm-hmm. In case it gets awkward. 
Carry on, carry on. You little I never ignore you. know what you. she does to me sometimes? It really pisses me off, guys. <laughs> I'll FaceTime her and she ends the FaceTime. Because I'm busy this, doing what you asked me and to do. And then it says, Lauren London is unavailable. Unavailable. I saw you on the group FaceTime five minutes ago. No, that's what you do to that's me. That's what you do to me. This bitch, I call and her. That makes and then me I feel rejected. Guys, can I tell you what Colton does to me? I call her, she doesn't pick up, and then I go in the group chat to see if she's in there. And lo and behold, her face is right there. The first one You're I see. You're such a little liar. Harder is basically and projecting she, what she does she to me. She doesn't acknowledge Listen, it. she's snitching on herself. Yeah, I bet. Next time I'm gonna, I'm gonna screen record it <laughs> just to show the girls. There's quite a few more. <sighs> the content you create isn't bad. The algorithm's just racist. I agree. <laughs> you know, someone actually did a very articulate discussion about this, about the fact that it's harder for BME people to like rise quickly on TikTok and Instagram compared to people that are not ethnic. Do you think if I got a blonde wig and blue contact lenses that I will just You probably could because you've go got viral. a blonde wig and blue contact lenses <laughs> with your skin. <laughs> Do you think I would go viral if I just painted my face white? Of course you would, because that's what <laughs> that's what goes viral. <laughs> but the point is, the discussion was that it's a lot harder for black creators to grow, but also monetize their content early on compared to their white counterparts. I so maybe the algorithm is racist, and we can understand that because the people that put the algorithm together are probably... I saw a TikTok rich that white said... I saw a TikTok that says that you get some creators from BME backgrounds that have, on balance, better content than their white counterparts, but those videos don't do well. Mm. Whereas the white counterpart can do the most basic video with like absolutely no substance, no quirky editing, no, do you know what I mean? No nice shots and it would just viral so you know maybe we don't know it's maybe, it's, 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 it's is the algorithm study. is the algorithm disadvantaging us or is it is it me or we could just genuinely have shit content that is the thing you maybe people just don't maybe think people think you're boring that's the other thing we it's true it could, there could be loads of different things it could even be the fact that you're not posting enough valid or at the right times or you just stop posting or you're not using the right hashtags. Sometimes hashtags don't even work. But really, we believe the algorithm's racist. <laughs> we really believe that we're all just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on anyway. You shouldn't feel obliged to stand up for a pregnant for a pregnant lady on public transport. Whoa. <sighs> that one's a bit mean. You shouldn't feel obliged. Oh, but sometimes even to stand up for a pregnant lady on public. So imagine the bus is packed. It depends it's on the time hour. of the day. It's rush hour, you're on the bus, it's packed, you found yourself a nice little comfortable seat. Oh. An eight month pregnant woman hops on the bus, is squished in between a man and another man, and she's standing there stiff, and she sees the seat that you're sat in, you see her, what are you doing? I would avert eye contact. <laughs> I'm joking though. <laughs> Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> I wouldn't, you know what I do, guys? If I'm going on the bus, I purposely don't sit in those seats because I know I'm going to get told to get up. 
You won't get told to get up. You have to just do this. I know, but like, you, it's the but social aspect that pressurizes yeah, you, you to get, get up. You get the eye contact. Some I know. T- and sometimes if you don't catch the eye contact from the old person and they, someone else then gets up, it's embarrassing on you. Yeah, they were looking it's at the you social pressure. <laughs> and I don't want to deal with that. I've already got enough anxiety in my life. I don't want to be anxious on this 21 minute bus ride that I'm on. So I just purposely don't even sit in the seats that are allocated to elderly or so, pregnant But women. say you were just on a chance If I was, I would get up. Were... Thank you. So you would get up as well? Of course I would get up, you bloody crazy. Really? Not yeah. that selfish. I would be huffing and puffing though. Imagine my journey was really long. Imagine I was going from like Bethnal Green to bloody Shepherd's Bush on bus. Like I'd be triggered. Yeah, no, but you wouldn't be doing that on I know, the bus I'm journey. Just, I just didn't want to For say For arguments, that. let's be bloody honest, you'll jump on the Elizabeth line. Saying you're a bad texter is complete bullshit. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You already read that. No, I never. Oh. That was another one. Old white woman with aggressive nudity in the changing rooms is rude as fuck. Wallahi, it is. Wallahi, it is. Shall I tell you why? In the gym, in my leisure centre, they're all walking around butt naked. Why? It should not be allowed. I'm seeing boobs to the knees. Like, it's too much. I'm seeing bush. I'm seeing everything. I was so appalled. Did you ever go hot yoga? No. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Why did they get naked in hot yoga? Yeah, they don't care. They whip it all out. And they walk around and... It's just really weird because obviously you're not used to seeing that in every Guys, day. Guys, I've I've I'm not used to seeing white naked bodies. This is why I hate shower. I don't shower in my gym anymore <laughs> because it's so awkward. They and you know like if you get naked in the shower, I get it. Like if you quickly want to grab your towel, fine. No, so what they do is they go they and have the walk shower. around. They have the shower. They've got the towel around them, but then when they're getting changed, it's like no. In mine, it's this. It's, it's mad. They come out of the shower. They dry themselves with a towel and then they're holding their towel in their hand and walking towards me <laughs> in the communal area of the changing rooms where the lockers are butt naked. That is disrespectful. Aggressive where do I put my eyes? AF. Anyway. anyway Maybe that's, that's gonna be me in 60 years. <laughs> I just wanna know where they got the confidence. They're just from. free. I need them to inject some of that in me. No, they're just free. Thank you guys for submitting those scenarios. They were amazing as usual. Guys, I just want to quickly mention end of January is coming. Last week we spoke about goals that we've set and how triggering it is to do it in January because we all bloody fail. So I'm thinking, I think we should start doing it. At the beginning of each month, we renew our goals and the things that we want to do. So it's not just a January thing, but it's a whole 12 month thing. What do you think about that? So like at the beginning of each month, there's a reset for you and you think about your goal. Do you like that idea? Yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea, Harder. Basically, the thing with goals is when you put too much pressure on the goal for the goal to work, you're not going to reach it. Do you get it? You put too much pressure on yourselves. You're shaking. Your palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms Arms are are heavy. heavy. You're vomiting already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But anyway, point Back is, to reality. <laughs> point is, <laughs> don't put pressure on the goal. If it happens, it's because Allah let it happen. Sometimes there are active things that you can do to organise the goal setting that you do in the beginning of the month. For instance, like I would say a really good one, a really good one that we can learn for 2024 
is money management. And the amazing tool that we have for money management is Bloom Money that essentially works with helping women save money. So what you have to do is they've got something called Bloom Circles. So you basically create a circle with six of your friends or more um, and each month one person will take money and it's a smart way to save money for short-term goals like baby showers bridal showers or if you guys want to go on like in a, a group holiday vacation maybe vacation you just um, have to pledge a specific amount of money to give away every month between you and your friends and it's that simple guys goal setting in a smart way and to help you guys also, what Bloom Money have actually said is that they've given you guys a hashtag code from us, which is the Oversharers. And essentially when you use that hashtag, your first buy-in is going to be free, which means, let me give you an example. If you and your friends say you want to each save £100 each month using Bloom Circles, Bloom would usually charge you guys £4 for using the app to obviously encounter for things like fraud, etc. But this month, with your first buy-in, that is completely free if you use the Oversharers code. Yeah, guys, so get on blue money. Moving on swiftly. Right, guys, we only have one scenario today, but bear with us. This one is a juicy one, I tell you. Am I the arsehole for asking my wife to help me with the kid? He goes, my wife, Lisa, and I are both in our 30s and have three kids under five. Lord have mercy. Oh I work full time while Lisa is a stay at home mum with an Etsy shop where she makes and sells jewellery as our supplemental income. Oh, we love that. Very cute. A while back I received a nice bonus and after a bit of discussion it was decided I'd use my bonus for myself. Oh my God, I'm already triggered. For yourself and the wife is a stay at home mum. Dealing with three kids under five. Do you know how mad that is? That's cheeky that he didn't share the bonus. I mean it's his but still. I managed to stay within budget, but I booked myself a two-week vacation to Hawaii. Of course, this meant Lisa had the kids at home full you time are? while I was gone. You what? Two weeks? Not even a week? Nah, let me understand this. My man booked a holiday to Hawaii for two weeks for himself and his wife stayed at home with their three children for two whole weeks. That is 14 days, people. So he would probably say... I worked hard and earned this bonus and therefore have a right to spend it on a nice holiday for myself. So she, so the fact that you've, okay. That's probably what you'd say, isn't it? But that would trigger me because you I'm at be home seething. looking, I'm at home looking after your children, your seeds that came out of you and you're telling me you're going in Hawaii for two weeks. Anyway, carry on. That woman's a good woman. She's actually good. When I returned, Lisa was, oh, I would have, Fucking I would. Fuming. He's not going. If he turned around and said to me, "That's my bonus that I worked hard for," I'd spit in his face. Are you joking? I would call airport security on him and say he's got something, so he gets sabotaged. <sighs> I'm. I'll be seething. I'll be livid. No, I would be so angry. And it's not even. It's like that's my money. What? Two whole weeks. And I. Get, I hope and I he have gives three kids under five for two weeks to myself. Are you mad? I hope he got her a nanny. Let's see what happened. When I returned, Lisa was exhausted and I initially agreed to take the kids for the afternoon on Saturday so she, so, so she could have some time to herself and unwind. My cousin ended up inviting us to a barbecue the same day and my cousin is one of my best friends and I knew other childhood friends would be there. Lisa wasn't sure about going but I told her everyone would be happy to see her and the kids. Plus, I'd watch them so she can relax and have a drink or two. The day of the barbecue, the kids were out of control. 
crying, screaming, fighting and not listening or following direction. It was impossible to have a conversation or catch up with my cousin or friends. I repeatedly walked over to Lisa to ask her to give me a hand with the kids. Yeah. Each time she declined and said I agreed to watch them and this is her downtime. Sprinkle, sprinkle on that. Are you dumb? <laughs> Are you actually dumb? Is this the same week he came back? Yeah. He's now forced her to go to a family event. <laughs> Wait, well, and she said that she's exhausted and doesn't want to go. And he's basically taken her own time to herself away. And he's now telling her, okay, let's carry on. After another hour of chaos, I ended up yelling across the yard for once. Can you please get off your effing ass and help me with our kids? <laughs> Just once is all I'm asking for. <gasps> what? You. <laughs> you know my Where's where's all the beeping? Cause I'm ready to swear. You. I just want to grab him by the neck and just shake him uncontrollably. I need a divorce lawyer on speed dial now. <laughs> Are you mad? Did he just say that to her? He's was he not sunning his ass in Hawaii? For two whole weeks. 14 days, people. I want to remind you of that. No, this man is inconsiderate. Right, let's carry on. I want to see what else he said. This is how they all get, you know, after, after they've got their feet firmly under the carpet. This is, this is what men do. I'm actually livid for this I've woman. I've had an awakening. He doesn't love her. Just what they do. He's when they got. Get uh, too it's not even. It's not even love. Like you know when you're. When it's you like know, familiarity. You know when you respect your partner, like you actually care about them. He's got no care for her. All at he's all. got is the familiarity, and like, it's giving him a green light to disrespect her. Right. Finish. Fucking hate this man. Lisa stomped over to me and started whisper yelling that I was breaking my promise to her to let her have time to relax. She didn't want to be here and feels I basically made her go. I tried to explain that these are people I don't see very often and to please not make a scene. After he screamed from across the yard, <laughs> can you please get off your fucking ass and help me? <laughs> Scan. He's trolling, I don't understand. Unfortunately, a few people overheard us and we caught a few comments about Lisa being a lazy mom who only wanted to pawn the kids off on me Slash, she's taking advantage of me. So his family, his friends are saying that yeah, about her? Yeah, that's rude. So the whole, they're all talking about her as if she's the bad guy. Like, I'm actually fuming. Lisa burst into tears and yelled at the people standing nearby that made the comments for them to all go to hell, told me to basically F myself, took the car and left. She returned a few hours later to pick up me and the kids. We didn't speak to each other on the drive home. Later that night, I tried talking to her that the kids were having a rough day and I just needed her help for a bit so I could finish a few conversations and I would have taken them right back. Lisa objected that wasn't fair as she had the kids alone for two weeks while I was in Hawaii. She also said that's not what upset her the most. It's how I phrased what I said and how I let people insult her and didn't immediately jump to her defense. I told Lisa that those people don't know her like I do. So why not say that? 
That's what I'm saying. It's the familiarity. It's like the green light for disrespect. I don't like that. And we carry on. I told Lisa that those people don't know her like I do and have no idea how hard she works to take care of the kids or our house. So why not say that in front of other people instead of agreeing that she's a lazy butt mum who's shoving the kids off to you? And run her Etsy shop. Nor did I have time to react before she ended up leaving. Am I the arsehole? Yes, you bloody well are the arsehole. Is there an update? He is the arsehole. No, I'm so sorry, guys. This is why you have to be careful of who you marry. Because, wallahi, these are the things that really trigger me. You have to marry someone that's kind and compassionate. You can't marry these animals. That has made me so angry. She needs to wake up. It's just mad. Like, he went away for two weeks, came back and just gave her more ag. Go to this party. I need to be around my friends. Like, it's so selfish. How selfish that he even went away? If Okay, let's say he went away for, for two weeks. Cool, okay? Let's say if you both have that agreement and he lets her go away for two weeks and he's able to look after the kids, which I doubt that ever, ever happens. But, like... You came back and the first thing you think about is yourself mm. and what you need to do to make your friends happy and not about the partner that you've just left for two weeks with three children under five. Who is physically exhausted. Like you can see that she's exhausted and on top of that, she's telling you that she's exhausted. You've roped her into some party that she doesn't even want to go to. She had, like, what pisses me off is he should have just been like, all right, babe, stay home. Do you know what I mean? That would have been considerate. What would have been considerate is him saying, I'm going to stay with the kids, you go enjoy yourself. Mm. That is what could have been considerate. But I, it's this idea that women are always the default parent, which I get where mothers, children always come to us. But like a father can also be a default. What I mean by default parent is the parent that the child always comes to for help. Mm. And I feel like men always feel like they're secondary to women and like they have to always take the back seat and I don't think that's true we've both brought children into this world to raise I get my responsibilities might be a bit more and might be different as a mother but that does not mean that you've got free reign to fuck off to Hawaii for two weeks and then come back and make my life hell because let's be real her and him working together is the only way you're going to have a functional stable headed children if it's unbalanced, your kids are gonna fuck up and you're gonna hate each other. That thing you said about like women automatically taking on like that default parent role is so real. Cause I don't know what it is about fathers, yeah. Some of them think that it's okay. Basically, it's like the, the time off that you both have away from the kids is not equal. Of course not. It's like not. suddenly they've obviously got the luxury of being able to go to work from a certain amount of time without, without, having to do a school run at 3 p.m. without having to deal with this, that, and the other that's happening at home. It's like once they're at work, they're at work. They don't have to deal with nothing that goes no, on in the family. No, at all. As soon as they come home, it's like expecting a five-course flipping meal and a, and a clean house. No. And well-kept kids. But how does that work with just one parent doing everything? It will not function. It will not function. Especially in, like, Western countries where you don't get extra help imagine if you're in back in back home now you can have people help you your family really, live with you if, it's easier if two people have decided that they're going to bring kids into this world they cannot be selfish when it comes to the children because one person is going to end up taking on the majority of the load more time is the mum correct me if i'm wrong and it's not fair
I just think some dads need to step up and actually like show a bit of compassion. It's literally just take your ego out of it, take your selfishness out of it, and just look at the person that you've decided to procreate with and think, is this person okay? Do they need help? I always say you've got to marry people who, how do you say in hadith, like have mercy, they're compassionate. Yeah. They've got care and kindness. Even if you're not happy or you're angry with each other, they don't take it out on you. That's what narcissists do. They take it out on you. They take it out on the kids. There's a form of punishment. There's there's so much that happens. It's so sick. It's horrible. You cannot raise children that way. And having kids is one of the hardest things to ever do in your life, especially between the ages of five to 10. I'm so sorry. I'm still in it. I'm still experiencing it. If you're not in a cohesive relationship where you're talking, you're communicating, you're helping each other, like one person gets a break, the other person gets to do something, you're not gonna function. And that goes to dads. Dads in general, yeah? There's so many dads of different race, whatever nationalities, religion, they all act the same way. It's just so triggering. I saw this one lady on TikTok, her and her husband are actually quite famous. And she put up this video where, where she felt like the video was okay, but it wasn't. Anyway, she put up this video where she's like, basically, I asked my partner, and they just had a baby. I think the baby was like three months. She was like, I just asked my partner to go to an appointment. She was like, I told him about the appointment several times. Just an appointment, by the way, like a little, an hour appointment to the doctors. And she convinced him to look after, babysit, which triggers me, to babysit his own kid for one hour. And the agreement, the deal that they had was that he would get an entire day to himself and go to the gym. I saw that. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? For one hour appointment, I'm gonna compromise with you and say you get a whole day and you get to go to the gym. It's not fair. And then they'll turn it back on, but I work eight hours every single day to provide a roof over your head and da 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 da. And this means that I shouldn't have have to to take care of my kids. Like, no, I'm so sorry. That's not valid. You doing your job doesn't mean that you can't share the load with me. Do you know what I mean? The two things are not like mutually exclusive. No. It's just, it's stupid stuff like that. It really triggers me. And I I just feel like you shouldn't be acting like that as a father. First of all, you should be looking after your children the same amount of time that I'm looking after your kids. Let's say you go to work and I don't, I get that. But if if you come home from work, let's say you come home from work, you should be, you shouldn't be sat on the sofa. No, you should be up and doing the nighttime flipping. Helping me with the nighttime quickly so we can put the kids to bed and then relax. You can't just be relaxing while I'm working 20... Because being a stay-at-home mum, people think it's easy. It's not, you know, it's a full-time job that never ends. You're never off call. You don't get a break. You don't get 30 minutes here. You don't get an hour lunch. Sorry. You're eating your lunch with your kids. Half the time, you're probably not eating. And if you do, you're probably overeating. You know, when I was young, I really was sad because I wish that... I basically believed that I should have been born a boy because they got to stay out later than girls the girls. Yeah. It's sad, isn't it? Like, there's just so many privileges and they take the piss. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes just look at me as a human being who's just trying to, like, get by in the day and who needs a bit of your help. Another thing is people need to be willing to say, like, I actually need your help. They need to speak up about the problems. You need to be vocal. You need to be vocal about it. Like, this woman, she needs to be vocal to that man. No way. You You can't accept that sort of behavior and think it's normal. There's like, what no pisses way. me off is like, it's not even the fact that there were so many things that happened in that scenario. It's that going on, going to, going to Hawaii for two weeks, it's the making her go on this 
go to this party. It's the being rude to her at the party in, make, public. in public and other people making judgments about her role as a mother. The fact that they're even comfortable Wait, enough to do that shows that you chat shit about your wife. He, he raised his voice, screamed from the other side and, t- and said that, that stuff to her. Like, so much happened. That's, that's so embarrassing. Meanwhile, she was looking after those kids 24-7, day and night, for two weeks, 14 days. I'm so sorry. I'm just saying, speed dial. Like, what do you what, what do you even do? My biggest fear, though, is having children and basically be, be doing it by myself. <laughs> it can happen. It can happen. I don't want to do it by myself. There's so time. many married women who are single mums. I'm so sorry. There's, so, there's so many married women who are, like, quasi-single mums. Yeah. They're, they're married on paper, but they're just doing it themselves. It's mad. It's horrible, but may you Allah just have to communicate easy. with may your ha- partner. May Allah make it easy for you lot. Guys, we're going to end the episode with crazy things that happened over the weekend. Woo! I hope that girl from last week oh, has I sent us a message. I hope she's in there. Oh my God, someone's wrote so... What's this? Someone sent us an image. So this person goes, so I was studying at the library because it's exam season. While I was deep in physics, my friend nudges me to look to my left. I see this girl lying down, her eyes are closed, her head on top of a lap of a guy next to her, and he's trying to forcibly open her mouth. (laughs) What? My mind went immediately to, she's having a stroke. She's unconscious and she needs help. So I look at my friend and I go and they need help with something. And she goes, I go, they need help, something is wrong. Without my friend having time to say anything, I stand up already practicing CPR in my head, planning to scream, call 911. I love how assertive she is. She just got up and said, I need to 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 help these people. I need to help this poor girl with her head on this guy's lap, (laughs) which I think I know what's happening, but I'm gonna carry on now. She goes, I got up to the guy and said, can I help you? The guy looks up at me, becomes all red and smiles. Then, like a zombie rising up, the girl stands up straight while her eyes are still closed and then she opens them, looks at me and her eyes are saying, who is this bitch disturbing my romance? That's, oh my God. That's when I realized it so was- you're cock blocking me. She goes, that's when I realized it was PDA. They were PDAing in the library. And then I go, I thought something was wrong with her. I don't know why I chose to say that because I realized after the fact that it could have been interpreted as a sarcastic passive aggressiveness. They must have thought I was haram policing them. How embarrassing. So what was she doing on the guy's lap? So I think he was like playing with her mouth. So she was like, oh my God, he's harming her. So she goes over there. And then they're both looking at her like, what the hell? You've I thought she was doing her. something naughty. I thought that too at first. Yeah. Wait, what does it say? What did they She said do? PDAing. No, but what, how does she describe she what She said PDA. What was he doing to her mouth? I don't know. Okay, we'll move past this. We've got dirty minds. Okay, we're going to move past this. Someone goes, okay, someone goes. <laughs> what that mouth do? <laughs> what that mouth do? <laughs> someone goes, I was in Dubai and now I'm back here. Sad face. Oh, that's sad. I felt like that after Doha. I, I feel like that all the time. Someone goes, I, I fight. Just, sorry, I just need to tell. Me and Hartha were driving to the studio earlier and we were in traffic and I just said, I looked over at Hartha and I said, just look around you. And then Hartha becomes instantly sad at the sight of her surroundings. 
Honestly, it just makes me sad. All right, I'm gonna carry on. Someone goes, I fired someone only to hire them back in two days. Girl. You might need them. Yeah, that's nice. Someone goes, I had a threesome. I need more information, thank you. What What does this mean? Please send a scenario to callianhollow.gmail.com. <laughs> Please don't. Someone goes, met up with a friend who, ha- who I had a falling out with and we made up, but it was awkward. I love that for you. Forgiveness. I love that you made up. Love Don't that. let it be awkward, because the awkwardness, it's all in your head. Someone goes, I'm not going to lie, nothing happened. I couldn't be happier. I had a low-key birthday, and I feel blessed. I'm happy for you. I love when our girls are happy. I know, me too. It brings me so much joy. Someone goes, my fio- my ex-fiance called me and said, hey, baby, while I was in the car with my boyfriend. And my boyfriend's car broke down five minutes later. She goes, I know Shaitan's attempts when <laughs> I see it. This is the man that blocked and ghosted me weeks before our nikah without a reason. He tried to spin the block like that. And after he ghosted her on her nikah day. Do you think I would you mad to spin the block if I ghosted someone just before their nikah? I would stay away. You know what you should do? You should, next time he calls, pass the phone to your boyfriend. So he, he has to put on a really deep voice. To be like, yo, bro, what do you want? What? Don't call my girl don't call again. Don't call his number again. Like, don't or call my girl again. Boom. Finish him. <laughs> oh my God, the girl came back. Last week's girl came back. She goes, I will give you guys a story time soon, but it's like a book. Oh my God, this girl. The way I'm like, I'm, I cannot wait for, for her to send this This is the girl that cannot be named. No, honestly, the way she's just like, she's got us on little puppet strings Literally. Right <laughs> she was like, the girl who met with the ex. Girl, just tell us the story already. We want to know. And, and that message is like, she's keeping us she's on our like, toes. She's like, on our toes. Like, when I get that first ding in the email, you know I'm going to be reading that, sitting on the toilet seat. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> All good stuff happens on the toilet seat, I'm just saying. <laughs> does it, though? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. I get most of my good tea while I'm in the toilet. With my phone, yeah. With my phone, yeah. Anyway, last one, guys. Someone goes, I was booked for a HSG and I'm too scared. Anxiety want to kill me. What's a HSG? Is it the... I don't know. Is it the... I'm going to Google. What's a HSG? Am I being dumb? Oh, is it that thing for your womb? HSG proceed. Oh my god, I think it's something serious. Is it hysterectomy? No. So this says hysterosalpingography. It's to do with your vagina. Yeah, but what? Oh my god, it's to do with your. your Is it really serious? Well, let me see the name. Someone said, Is it painful? What is it? The most frequent side effect of HSG pain. Short-lived but mild to moderate pain. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's an X-ray test to outline the internal shape of the uterus and show whether the fallopian tubes are blocked. So, yeah, so that's what it is. It's an X-ray. Oh, don't oh, be scared. Don't be scared. My brother's oh my a radiographer. I can get him to call you. <laughs> to talk about your womb. Okay. No, actually, let's not. <laughs> you reminded me. I need to get a thingy scan. I'd ask my brother if he can put me through, like... You know, just fast track me. To get an MRI. I really want an at, MRI. At his clinic, which is a private clinic. And he was like, no, sir, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I need to get? I need to get a cervical. Screening. Yes. 
Oh yeah, you should get a smear test. I haven't had a smear test since. That is so bad, I'm dirty. I need to have one. When was the last time you had one? I haven't had one ever. Really, you should have got one. And I've had kids as well. I should have got one ages ago. No, I should have got one from 25. I'm gonna get it's one gonna this year. It's gonna be fine, they're really easy. You won't even feel it, because obviously you're gaping. No, I'm not. <laughs> Tight pussy girl right here. Who are you to say that to me? <laughs> You're so no, should I, should I tell you why? Let me tell you why, yeah? The first ever time I got it was before I got married and it was the most painful thing I've yeah, ever experienced. Yeah, yeah. The second time I got it, which was like three years after, I didn't feel it. Oh, okay. So you're not gonna feel it. So yeah, okay. it's gonna be fine. It's okay. just gonna be in, out. Okay guys, thank you guys so much for listening to us. We love you guys. Thank you for always supporting us. Make sure that you share the podcast, that you post about it. I really like it when you guys post listening and like what you're doing when you're listening to the podcast. Are you on a walk? Are you exercising? You sitting in front of the sofa. Are you in the toilet? <laughs> Are you Where cooking? Are you Where are you? Because you? we'd love to know. Take a little screenshot and tag us. We want to see. Make sure that you like and subscribe and you put that lovely bell on for the YouTube ladies. Make sure you're downloading the episode. I want every single bell notification that you see to convert into a download. Boom. And that is the Thank end, you, babies. Girls. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.